Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This A's Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Go to linksoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to nestbedding.com. Oakland A's baseball is just around the corner. There's a swing and a base hit in the right center. Diving is Koenig. He misses it. It's all the way to the wall. At third base, Allen is going to be waved home. Hustling to third base and getting there standing with a triple. Esther Uri Ruiz. That is a fun thing to watch. When Ruiz hits overdrive, his first athletics three base hit. It's time to take you inside the clubhouse with the A's Total Access pregame show. Presented by Chevron. Follow the A's 24-7 on A's Cast, your home for nonstop A's baseball. A's Total Access with Chris Townsend starts now. We got a little A's baseball tonight. The Athletics up against the St. Louis Cardinals. The final game of the three-game set. From Bush 3. And then the A's have the day off, and they'll be back in town on Friday. Johnny Dosco joins us from St. Louis. Johnny, how are you? I'm fantastic, Tony. How are you? Uh, one thing, I'm great. The one thing that I always think about when you're in the Midwest, tell me the weather's great. The weather actually has been great. It hasn't been as muggy. It was a little bit muggier today than it was yesterday. I had some cloud cover yesterday, but still was not oh. bad. And all the locals around here are saying, wow, you guys got lucky with the weather. So we feel very fortunate. Because you never know. when I mean, it can be rain delay theater when you get to these joints. Yeah, no question. And you don't want that, especially on getaway day. But we have nothing but blue no. skies. It's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect today. Uh, did you do the arch? We did the arch. Uh, Alex Dallas and I did the arch, and we also went to the uh, the National Blues uh, Museum, which was awesome. So it was cool. I'm a big blues guy, so it was really cool to see that. But that arch, it looks so small from where we are now. You get up there, and it's huge. We didn't go in it and take the ride. It's about a 45-minute ride. We did not do that. A couple of the coaches did, but we did not uh, go on the ride of the arch. They say it's a little compact, and I don't, I, I'm a tad claustrophobic. I didn't do it. I may do it someday, but I didn't do it this trip. All right. Yesterday, we've been yeah. playing the highlight, the sound off Lawrence Butler. When oh. he hit it, could you hear it in your headphones? Yes, you could hear it. You could, the, 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 there was a different sound, Townie, and uh, just uh, remarkable how far that ball went, how quickly it got out, and everybody in the building knew it. And it was just fun to see. A great moment. I think my favorite moment was in the, the watching the, the monitor and seeing the reaction of Zach Geloff. Geloff and Lawrence Butler having a moment. And uh, just really cool to see. Unfortunately, he's not in the lineup today. There was a left-hander going, so he's not in the lineup today. Uh, Alex Jensen does sit down and chat with him for, for four, four and a half minutes uh, coming up. But, yeah, what a, it was really, really fun to see that power. And I think that's a sign of things to come. He, he's pretty fun to watch. You know, you think about these kids when they come up, you can tell in their eyes they're not overwhelmed. 
They're not, Townie. And look, you look at what Butler has done. I mean, yeah, he struck out uh, in the ninth inning of the game last night. He's only struck out twice in his 19 at bats, and he has hit. You know, he, he smoked the ball in the fifth inning. The shortstop Tommy Edmond made a nice play on, so he really could have had two hits in the game. So yes. he does not look overmatched at all, Townie. By the way, the news on J.J. Bladé is just oh. awful. Yeah, it, it really is, buddy. And, and just we, we saw it, and just you could see, uh, you know, when he was coming in on that ball, it just he didn't it didn't look right, and and, and it just kind of got his foot in the turf, and it just it's it's terrible. So I'm not sure how long he's going to be out, but it's just too bad because I've always felt like he was just about ready to bust out. You and I are on the same page with that. Just want to see Blade in there every day, get his rhythm, and go on that tear. And he just. Uh, unfortunately, he's hurt, and I, I don't know how long he's going to be out, but it's a shame for Blade and for the A's. Yeah, I, 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 I wanted to see Blade, Ruiz, and Butler all in the yes. lineup every single day. I don't care if Pedro Martinez. I don't care <laughs> if Randy Johnson. I don't care who's on the mound. No splits. I just want to see him play. Exactly. Every single day. I'm with you on that, man. Just, just get him in the lineup every day. Get those at-bats. Failure or whatever, just just get those reps. I'm totally with you 100%. All right, you ready to get home? Yeah, ready to get home, off day, and then the, the Baltimore Orioles. Again, you and I talked about the fact that a chance to play spoilers, right? A chance yes. to go in and, and get mad, get 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 into it, and get get angry out there. Don't don't accept this. Let's let's get some wins, and I think this, this team uh, can do some damage and and, and play spoiler. And you got, got to snap this five game skid. Got to get on the winning. Have a happy flight, you know. Get a victory here and, and go home happy. Will you go into that clubhouse and give a pregame speech and wake these guys up? I don't know how much I don't know how much that would do, but I'll, I'm willing to do it. If Cots, if Cots tells me to do it, I'll do it. I, I will go in there. Yeah, for sure. Would you wear the Duffer's cap when you did it? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I'll go in, go in, and just give, give a little two-minute Lou Pinella, just go crazy. Yeah, I'll do that. They'll be looking at is this guy a soccer coach? Who is this guy? Who is this guy? Who's this big nose guy? What are we? What's he doing? <laughs> All righty, you have a great call, and I'll talk to you after the game. All right, thanks, brother. Coming up next, Chris Jimenez from MLB Network Radio on Sirius XM, former big leaguer and from Gilroy, A's fan, will join us next right here on A's Total Access, brought to you by Chevron. Is convenience a state of mind or a real thing? At Extra Mile, it's a real thing, and it's in everything they do. The stores are spacious, organized, clean, and well-lit, so you can get in quickly, get what you need, and keep going. It's just what you'd expect from a place serving up the hot and fresh food and snacks you love. So treat you right, and check out Extra Mile's fresh take on the convenience store experience. Extra Mile convenience stores at select Chevron and Texaco locations. This is Chris Townsend and Commander Cody for Link Soul. You need to redo your wardrobe, especially for summer. They got new colors, new styles. Summer is here. The polos, unbelievable. The shorts, you name it, we got our new order. My wife is the happiest one out of all of us because I look better, thanks to Link Soul. And they've got unbelievable deals right now for the summer. So what are you waiting for? Shirts, polos, shorts, you name it. You go to LinkSoul.com. That's LinkSoul.com. 
Watch parties aren't what they used to be ever since we got Xfinity. Now the kids can easily stream all their favorite stuff, they just have to worry about what's on the charcuterie board. Are these just cut up hot dogs and spray cheese? The best way to stream your favorites is on the Xfinity 10G network. Now through September 6th, get Xfinity Gig Internet for $25 a month for two years with no annual contract when you add Xfinity Mobile. Switch today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and Wi-Fi equipment. Actual speeds vary. This is A's Total Access. Chris Jimenez, former catcher. He played for a bunch of different teams. Cleveland, Seattle, Tampa, Minnesota, Cubbies. Now is one of the hosts on Sirius XM Satellite Radio, Channel 89. He grew up in Gilroy. He grew up an A's fan. And we talked about Moneyball analytics and how it shaped his own career. Well, you know what? First and foremost, it put a very big emphasis on, on base percentage. You know, the A's being my favorite team, that was something that was really important to them in regards to their scouts. As I was getting scouted in high school, you know, they were talking continuously about on-base percentage. So it put a little different onus on the fact that, okay, yes, hits are great, home runs are great, but also having that keen eye at the plate is also going to go a long way. I actually got hit by a lot of pitches, so my on-base percentage was really high as well. And I think that kind of aided into the fact that they liked – you know, the style of play that I actually did, you know, whether it was being from a defensive standpoint as a catcher or an outfielder or uh, just my on-base percentage, you know, the way I could hit the ball. And, and I had a good eye at the plate, but I, I definitely struck out my fair share as well. Yeah, it's kind of, you know, it's it's what we've seen over all these years, how baseball has become a three-true-outcome game. Do you right. think Do you think we'll ever get to a point where that will kind of – switch back a little bit we're making contact we're seeing them trying to bring stolen bases back do you think contact good wood putting barrel on ball striking out less do you do you do you see that trend maybe coming back anytime soon you know what i would love to say yes but i think the only way it comes back is if they start paying people to do stuff like that Home runs, RBIs are still the name of the game in regards to getting paid through arbitration, through free agency, until they make an adamant change in regards to how they go about or how they value through the arbitration process, you know, the on-base percentage part of it, the, you know, just bat-to-ball ability, the contact part of it. You know, you look at a guy like Luis Arise, I know he hits his second year through arbitration, but he's making just a mere $4 bucks, and he's about to hit close <laughs> to 400 this year. So until they start paying guys, to do that, I think we won't see, you know, guys really actively make a change to do it because they're not getting paid to. You know, it's great now that that you're in our side of the world now as you're on <laughs> satellite radio. Uh, and I love the channel. I don't know if you know this, but we have all the guys on. Farron's been coming on for years. Jim Duquette's been coming on for years. Mad Dog comes on all the time. All, everybody that's a, a part of uh, Sirius XM, Channel 89. We promote you all the time. I have it on in my car constantly or on the app. Uh, we have C.J. Nikowski, Ryan Spielberg. So I'm glad we finally have you on because we have everybody on. We have the whole group on. You're now a part of it. That's good. I'm glad I could round out that group because I felt left out a little bit there. You named some pretty pretty big heavy hitters in our in our channel there, and I'm glad that I can throw my name up there with them now. So I threw this. I had a caller last night after the game, and you know how rough it is with the athletics, and we're not we're not hiding it from yes. anybody. Uh, a caller we were talking about, because Eno Saris, the national baseball columnist from The Athletic, That's comes, right. he comes on our show every single week. He has a weekly show. And he was just at an analytics conference, 
and we started kicking it around, and we started talking about baseball today versus t- baseball yesteryear. And too many times, we always want to compare. You're going to be kind of my guinea pig on this, by the way. We always compare <laughs> the best teams. So I brought it up last night. What if we took a modern-day team, like the Giants last year, 81-81, and 81, and compared that and played against a team, we could bring them in a time machine from the 80s and take an 81-81 and 81 team from the 80s and bring them to today. So instead of dealing with great players, we're dealing with 500 teams. I wonder the, right. the styles of play, since you were a catcher, you controlled the game. Well, catchers now, they're being developed where they don't even call their own pitches. Movement <laughs> is something that defenses really struggle with now. That era of baseball, starters went longer, starters were better. They didn't throw as hard, but they threw more strikes. They would hit and run. They would bunt the movement in the game. Now players now are bigger, stronger, hit a lot of home runs, take more walks. How do you think average teams, 81-81 in the 80s versus 81-81 and now, the styles of play, how do you think they'd match up? You know, that is a great question. And the thing that, as soon as you started explaining that, the thing that immediately popped into my head was the starting pitchers. The way starters are used now, and you brought up a great point in the velocity, right? The velocity was not as high back in the 80s, but guys could sink it, they could cut it, you know, they probably didn't call it a cutter or a slurve or a sweeper or anything like that. It was just a slider. But they could control the baseball in the strike zone, the starters could, that is, a lot better. And, you know, obviously they were going deeper into games. You didn't have as nasty of a bullpen from the 6th, 7th, 8th on. Yes, closers were still really good because that was their job, was to get the final three outs. But I honestly think in today's day and age, if you took, say, the Giants from last year and put them in the 80s, they would probably do pretty well. Um, I don't think movement bothers guys as much as velocity and movement does combined. So if you, if you lower the velocity down a little bit, you, know, you look at a guy like Greg Maddox. I'm not saying that any of our guys in today's day and age would hit him because with the strike zone being as wide as it was back then, nobody was going to hit him, let alone anybody in the 80s or this, you know, the current year. But I really do think that they would have a chance of – They'd be a little better than 500, I think, just because you're not getting those specialized bullpens that guys do see now. Guys would generally have a little bit better chance to hit, I would have to think. Uh, I joked about it all the time that I might have played in an era a little too late for my style of game. Yeah. But I think that could be potentially what we're looking at or what we're talking about, at least. Good stuff. To hear the entire interview, go to athletics dot com slash A's cast or watch it on the A's YouTube channel. Coming up next, the last installment, Katie Wu, who covers the Cardinals for the Athletic, sits down with Jessica Kleinschmidt right here on A's Total Access, brought to you by Chevron. And the underdogs, Oakland Athletics, win their first championship since they were in Philadelphia in 1930. Hi, I'm Raleigh Fingers, Hall of Famer, three-time World Series champion with the Oakland A's and World Series MVP. Winning takes teamwork, skill, and heart. So when you need an ace for a personal injury lawyer that will win you the game, go with the winning team. Call Venardi Zarata at 833-VZ-FOR-ME or go to vzlawfirm.com. Bernardi Serrata, the official injury law firm of the Oakland A's. 
This is Chris Townsend, and if you're looking for a great place to eat and watch games, go see my friends at the Chicken Pie Shop at Walnut Creek. The Chicken Pie Shop is one of the hottest restaurants in Walnut Creek. You're not going to find a better menu and come try their world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 86 years. Spacious indoor and outdoor dining, perfect for your next private party or corporate event. Don't forget free parking. For more information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. Whether it's a midweek trip to the ballpark to catch a game or a weekend of baseball for the family, grab your tickets for an A's game this season. Secure your seats today for all the biggest matchups, fireworks, drone shows, giveaways, and more. Don't miss out on all the things happening this season. Rose and Seth. It's a drive into center. It's deep, and Straw is back at the track. He will turn and watch it fly. Tickets are only $10, so grab yours now at athletics.com slash tickets. That's athletics.com slash tickets. A's cast is your destination for nonstop A's baseball. Blackburn delivers the pitch. Strike three called. And four-seamer, that is strike number eight for Blackburn. This is A's Total Access with Chris Townsend, presented by Chevron. Welcome back to A's Total Access, presented by Chevron. Ahead of A's Cardinals, Jessica Kleinschmidt here. Here is part three of my interview with the Athletics' Katie Wu. Let's go back to, to Nolan Arenado. And, you know, I can watch him play defensively until the Cows come home. But he definitely evens it out with what he's doing at the plate. We talked about how he's doing well in August, hit safely in games this month and the guy just continues to show why he's an all-star not just what he does in between the lines but who he is off the field what's it like to cover a guy like that I learned a lot watching a lot of these guys, but especially Nolan Arenado because of the way he prepares for each game, that competitor-driven level of intensity that you only find, I think, in the game's best of the best. It has been a very, very disappointing, frustrating season for St. Louis again, and perhaps no one is as frustrated about that as Nolan. Keep in mind, he he decided to opt into the remainder of his contract at the end of the 2022 season because he felt that he could win a championship here in St. Louis. And obviously Cardinals are falling fall short or very short in that regard in 2023, but to watch Nolan every day and see the, the pride that he takes in his work ethic, the practice he puts in the he's for example, the Cardinals have been pretty much out of contention since June yet. Nolan is still after many games where he's not satisfied with his offensive performance taking hacks in the batting cages after games. Wow. He's taking extra uh, reps with his teammates before the games. Um, best dude is all baseball. He'll say sometimes that he brings a baseball bat to his hotel room so he can practice the form of his swings at night. I mean, this is a guy that is just absolutely obsessed with baseball. I really enjoy watching him. Again, if there's a silver lining to this Cardinal season, it's that Nolan Arnato is still Nolan Arnato. Mm-hmm. And uh, certainly Cardinal fans can be optimistic about that going forward. I know you didn't cover him earlier on in his career, but from what you hear, has he always been that way as far as just maintaining who he is, whether it's the highs or lows? Yes. And it's kind of like a a common joke where he's just a really intense person. Um, Having conversations with him, even if it's not necessarily about baseball, I can still see that intense, that passion, that just like that competitor driven mindset that he has. You know, maybe as he's gotten a little older, he understands he can train a little bit more efficiently. He can be a little bit more conservative in what he does to save energy. But I think that overall drive to win, that's never faded. And Mm -hmm. I think that's what makes him amongst one of baseball's greatest is because he won't settle until he's holding a World Series trophy, preferably in his mind, with the Cardinals. Um, And seeing him have that same work ethic, regardless of how far-fetched that that dream is this year, has been really eye-opening for me. 
Definitely. I think that that's awesome. And I love that we can learn stuff from them as well. And, you know, on, on that note, when it comes to the, the trade deadline, he, of course, was one of the names being talked about in rumors and there was the opt out situation. Were, are you surprised or were you surprised that the, the trade deadline came and went and he was still sporting a Cardinal uniform? I wasn't surprised, um, although I certainly would understand why teams like the Dodgers would check in on him. Mm-hmm. If you are an opposing franchise, you even think you have a single-digit percentage chance in getting Nolan Arnato, you ask. Um, but again, John Mozeliak made it so clear that he contends or intends to field a competitive club in 2024. And to me, you don't have a competitive club if you're trading away Nolan Arnato, mm-hmm. uh, regardless of how enticing the return might be, because Nolan could probably get you almost any player that you want. Nolan's made it very clear he wanted to stay in St. Louis. He believes he can win. He believes the Cardinals can win. So did not surprise me that the Dodgers checked in, but definitely didn't surprise me that he was still in St. Louis by the end of the deadline. Love to hear that. Uh, before I let you go, you know, you grew up in the Bay, so I'm, you know, you're used to watching the A's and the Giants. They definitely go about things. Actually, you can even say the Giants and the A's go about baseball and the way that they cover the game different ways alone. What are some of the differences you've noticed covering baseball on the West Coast in the Bay Area compared to the Midwest with the a franchise like the Cardinals? Um, you know, that's a good question because I think each fan base, regardless of area or region, uh, is a little different. But I think the biggest thing that I noticed about the Cardinals was how much of a way of life it is mm-hmm. here in St. Louis. I mean, moving to St. Louis in 2021 without ever being in the Midwest, I, I heard, you know, oh, it's it's a baseball town. I'm like, yeah, of course, everyone equals St. Louis to be in a baseball town. But I didn't realize it until I started living there. Um, you know, if the Cardinals win, it's what it's what people are talking about throughout the town. If the Cardinals lose, it's what people are talking about throughout the town. And what I really noticed was this year, one of my friends who ends up who lives in St. Louis her whole life, she said around April or May, when it wasn't really looking too likely that the Cardinals were going to be good this season, she said, You just you just wait because if the Cardinals are bad this season, it's going to be a really long summer in this town. And it has been. I just, I really appreciate the the way of life, the appreciation for the game and the history of this team that Cardinals fans have. Um, that's not to say that, you know, other organizations and fan bases don't have that. But I think if you are working in baseball, there is no better town than St. Louis to really experience what it's like to have a city behind your team. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, I mean, I was there for an off day and you just people were still talking. It's just like, it just consumes you. So that's, that's really cool. All right, Katie, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. My girl, Jess, anytime. So good to hear from you. That was the athletics, Katie Wu coming up next is A's total access presented by Chevron continues. Our own Alex Jensen sits down with Lawrence Butler. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber.
Innovation is at the core of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students preserve genetic information from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and the entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu forward slash impact. You're listening to the A's Total Access Show. A's Total Access presented by Chevron continues. Alex Jensen joined by Lawrence Butler here in, in St. Louis. And uh, boy, Law, first week in the big leagues. And I'm sure it's it's everything you dreamt it would be. But what's this experience been like going from Vegas, meeting the club in Washington, and eventually making your debut? It's been a crazy experience. You know, it's a dream come true, you know, being able to come up here in the big leagues, especially by a team that drafted me. So they gave me the first opportunity a long time ago and my first opportunity in the big leagues you know it's just been a huge huge blast you know all the veterans the young guys I've played with in the minors so I'm just having a lot of fun up here take me through the process from your call up to, to getting to DC I know you had some family in town in DC they're they're here in St. Louis as well what was that whole experience like how did you find out in kind of the blow by blow of actually getting to DC and having the people you love in the stands um, you know it was a crazy experience uh, Ed Sprague called me into the office uh, they were, and Fran was actually talking to me about a play that prior night. Of, I was kind of chirping the umpire, and he was telling me I can't be doing that because I'm going to the big league. So it was, it was a pretty crazy experience, you know. Got to come to D.C., play against my boy C.J. Abrams. Um, my parents uh, were out here to see a brother. And uh, got here in St. Louis, and then I have family that used to live in Atlanta. They moved out here, so they got to see me. So it was a pretty cool experience. Take me through what was going through your mind first time stepping into the box, your first big league hit, and your first home run in the big leagues last night. What's going through your mind in each one of those experiences, and are any of those more special than the other? Uh, you know, first at bat, I'm just up there trying to have a good at bat. I'm just trying to get me a good pitch to hit, hit it hard somewhere. Just not trying to do too much, you know, just trying to stay within myself. Uh, first hit, just trying to, you know, same thing, give me a good pitch I could barrel up. I barreled it up for that to be on my first hit. It was pretty cool, too. You know, one on nine, double off the walls. <laughs> Very excited. But, you know, the homer was crazy. You know, like, you always dream of your first homer being like a moon shot. So for that to happen to me, that was that was very, I liked that a lot. I mean, not not a whole lot of doubt, right? You had to know it as soon as it left your bat. Yeah, I mean, as soon as I, as soon as I hit it, I kind of knew that was a homer. So I kind of got there, stood there for a little bit, got to watch it. So that was pretty cool. You're confident, dude. I've known it since we were in Stockton. Your your abilities are, are obvious. So I, I know that you've always believed that you could perform at this level. But what did this spring training and your performance in Arizona this spring kind of show you about that? Did it prove something to you? Uh, it kind of just showed me that what I always knew was actually true, you know, because I always put hard work in in the offseason every day. You know, our coach, um, I mean, my, like, my, he's my coach, but my trainer, Marquise Grissom, always tells us every day, like, you guys are big leaguers, and you got to kind of go about it like that, even if you're not in the big league. So spring training was just a stepping stone for me to kind of just put the cherry on top to know that I could do it at the big league level. So that was that was huge for me. You mentioned, you know, you're playing in the minor leagues with so many of these guys, especially, you know, Zach and Tyler coming up pretty much every level uh, since A-ball with each one of those guys. How special has it been for you guys as a group to debut here within the same month? Uh, you know, it's been it's been crazy, you know, for, for all three of us to just come up here around the same time and 
kind of just make an impact at the big league level, it's, it's been huge. You know, it's kind of just been huge for us as a group and for the whole team because, you know, we're all just trying to come out here, work hard every day to get wins. And, you know, for the future, it'll just bring all of us together more as we've been through this part of our careers together and just in the future, you know, just help us out a lot. You're going to make your debut at the Coliseum coming up this weekend. What can A's fans expect to see from you as a competitor? A lot of excitement, hard-working player, always plays hard, leaves it all out on the field, and, you know, just fun to watch. Ever since we were together in Stockton Law in 21, one of the things I love about you most is the energy that you bring to the field. Where'd that come from? Um, you know, it's just always, I was always taught as a young kid, you know, just have fun on the field. So every time I step on the field, anytime I step in the locker room, I'm just trying to have fun, make sure the guys around me are having fun. You know, when the vibes are good in the locker room, dugout, in the clubhouse, it's just, it just helps you win. So I'm just always trying to bring energy, trying to make sure everybody has good vibes. Transition from first base to the outfield. What was that process like, and what do you like about playing in the outfield? Uh, it was pretty, it wasn't, it wasn't that hard because I played a lot of um, center field in high school. So yeah. I, I've kind of I've kind of got my feet wet out there a little bit. It's pretty different from high school to pro ball, but I've, I've worked hard, so I feel like I prepared for this moment. And I just kind of like I feel a little bit more. You can do more athletic things, you know, run around, you know. It's just I feel like it's cooler. And finally, Law, you know, we've talked a lot before about, you know, you're playing for Marquise Grissom uh, back in Atlanta. A lot of great mentors that have kind of paved the way for you to get to this moment. What is their example? How have they set an example for you to achieve your dreams? I mean, they're, they're to me, they're Hall of Famers. Like Marquise Grissom, Luke Collier, Marvin Freeman, uh, one of my nine year coaches, Joe Austin. He's played pro ball before. You know, those guys always instilled in me what it's to be a big leaguer, pro baseball player. So. Since I was nine years old, I've always just tried to carry myself as that. So those guys play a huge part of my development. Like, without them, I wouldn't even be here today. Well, I appreciate your time, man. It's been so much fun to watch you this week, and uh, best of luck going forward. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, that's A's outfielder Lawrence Butler. And more of the A's Total Access pregame show presented by Chevron is coming up next. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is the number one brand of online mattresses and the Bay Area's favorite mattress store. Take home the Easy Breather Pillow. The New York Times calls it their number one pick. You can navigate their easy news website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and Gold fans use the coupon code Oakland and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. Join First United Credit Union as they root on the A's to victory. First United Credit Union believes in being a good neighbor and supporting our local teams and local community. And for a limited time, you can earn $100 when you open a free checking account and use it. Use promo code ATHLETICS when you apply. Learn more at firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics or stop by a local branch. Insured by NCUA. Summertime is golf time in the Bay Area, and that means it's time to enjoy the beautiful vistas, 27 holes of championship golf, and all the amenities that Cinnabar Hills Golf Club has to offer. Cinnabar Hills gives you a variety on the course and in their amazing grill. They're ready to give you an incredible experience for any family, business, or social gathering. Nestled in the quiet hills of San Jose, summertime fun awaits you at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com. That's CinnabarHills.com. Noda hits a deep drive into right. Go back in the corner, a long run, and that's going to be gone. 
a three run homer. Dead right field. And the A's take a four to one lead. A's cast is your 24 seven home for A's baseball. Visit athletics.com slash A's cast for on demand and live coverage of the Oakland A's. Now back to A's total access with Chris Townsend presented by Chevron. Time for the stat of the day brought to you by Cal State East Bay. Young players are exciting. I got some numbers for you, but first, let's hear from Mark Kotze. I can take this question two different ways. I can talk about you know the difficulties in my position, the balance, making decisions uh, late in games especially to, to pinch hit for guys and go win a game and allow them to go through the development process and take those at-bats, those tough at-bats. You know, last night was that there was a decision in the game last night late, obviously in the ninth inning against our closer. Sodi and, and Butler both went up and, and took those at-bats down four. So you know, it's not an easy decision. It's just definitely we're in a business where, where we need to win. Baseball is the game and wins are really what the business is here. So, But seeing the growth from some of these young players, allowing them to go through some of these challenging at-bats or challenging times really being supportive of them and making sure that they don't lose their confidence through the failures and making sure they come together and build a culture and an identity. And we talked about it in a meeting this afternoon that there's 42 games left in a season and 18 of them are in our division and it's time to kind of find out really like where we stand for for next season as well. Building an identity and and allowing these guys to play together uh, hopefully we'll we'll jumpstart that going into spring training going into next season. Yeah, exactly. Lawrence Butler, first career home run, 437-foot blast. And how about Zach Geloff, reached base yesterday, getting hit by a pitch. He's reached base all 13 games in August with a 327 average and a 1,124 OPS, 10 extra base hits, nine runs scored in August. You kidding me? And it's 18 extra base hits so far. It's tied since his debut for second, only behind Kyle Tucker's 19 of the Houston Astros. So since he's debuted, been real strong. Coming up next, Tommy Everidge sits down with Johnny Dosko as we get you ready for A's baseball right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. A podiatrist will tell you about your feet. An orthopedist will tell you about your bones. A physical therapist will analyze your gait. A psychologist will help you manage your anxiety. But what if they're all connected? What if your walk affects your hip alignment and the loss of movement affects your mental health? At Kaiser Permanente, we know the body is connected in unseen ways. That's why our doctors work together to care for all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. This is A's Total Access. It's a beautiful day here in St. Louis, Missouri, as we get ready for the final game of this three-game set. We have the hitting coach of the Oakland Athletics, Tommy Everidge, with us. And, Tommy, first of all, uh, for for Nick Allen, watching his at-bats, just having better quality at-bats, a better approach, can you kind of speak on what you've seen with him? Oh, no, he's really taken to some stuff uh, we suggested, you know, a couple weeks ago, and uh, it's really, you know, kind of 
rejuvenized him. He, he's hitting balls hard. He had the two-homer game, of course, but just his quality of contact, even in his work, has become better, and uh, it's just a great sign. I know it's early, and you had a chance to see him in the spring. You've talked with the hitting coaches and, and the manager in, in Las Vegas and Fran Reardon, but what have, what have you seen from Lawrence Butler in the early going? Uh, you know, just kind of the same things we saw in spring, you know, hitting the ball hard. I mean, last night he obviously had his first homer, and, you know, that was impressive. That was a bomb. And then he also smoked one up the middle. And you see him starting to become more comfortable, and he's just a very dynamic hitter. You know, Tommy, when a guy goes, you know, from through the system and he goes double-A, triple-A, and he goes to the big leagues, how important is that communication with the single-A and double-A and triple-A coaches, the hitting coaches, uh, how important is that communication? How, how is that transition uh, in making sure the guy still has momentum but kind of making those small adjustments along the way? Well, you know, it, it, we just got a great staff. And, you know, it, it, the one thing we do good in the system is, uh, you know, a lot of people have worked here a long time and we know each other. So it's like we got Godard in AA. That's where he first worked with Butler. And then he sends him up to Mac in AAA with Taka. And it's just easy to talk to him, you know, like – I've worked with Mac. He was my hitting coach. So it's like, it's just a simple text. I know what he's saying. You know, he knows what I'm saying. And uh, it's just a lot easier to communicate with the players that come through our system, you know, because we have such a vast history. Jordan Diaz, uh, you know, kind of middle of the road right now. He's getting some knocks, having some offers, but you know he can hit. And you know he's going to have that that three or four hit game. What are you working on with Jordan right now? You know, just, just trying to get him to, you know, really execute his approach you know he's he's been walking a little bit more he's been extending at bats you know like we talk about it all the time you know maybe there's a chase slider first second pitch and then the next time they throw that he takes it you know and he drew a walk uh, the other night and it was a bat just like that and you know he's gonna hit and it's just you know he keeps coming into his own and as he matures it's only going to get better and I think that's something that sometimes uh we got to remember to have patience because there's these little victories that are making him, you know, more solid big leaguers going on. And, uh, you know, maybe he hasn't had, like, the huge game, you know, since the three-homer game. But he, he's going to hit, and he's going to hit many years from now, and uh, he's exciting. And for a guy like Zach Geloff, who's got off to this incredible start, you know, the pitchers, they're going to start to try to make adjustments on him. But he just seems to have that, that, that aggressive approach, but he's also kind of selectively aggressive. See him taking pitches. He wasn't even taking the first couple days. Yeah, yeah, no, he, uh, he's got that uh, – I, I don't know, the killer mentality, confident mentality. It It's fun to watch him go about himself. And here's little comments, you know, when he's hitting, he's like, that's right. You know, it's like a laser. And, uh, you know, he's been very exciting. And, and the energy he brings, um, you know, he's very infectious to his teammates. You know, beyond the wins and losses, what are you seeing from this group collectively, uh, the group of hitters? Are, are you proud of what you've seen? Are you proud of the progress? Yeah, I think they're making progress. And, and I, you know, we talked about a lot, like creating an environment for them where they can rely on each other, you know, and we kind of facilitate things and, you know, make sure they're doing the right things. But you just see them kind of come together. I mean, if, if there's one positive from a tough season like this is that our guys are, you know, uh, they're coming together. They're not, yeah. they're not blowing each other up. They're yeah. not, they're, they're, they're getting better together. And that's really all we can do. All right, see progress. Appreciate the visit. Thanks so much for taking the time. Thank you. All right, Tommy Everidge, our guest. Hey, Townie, let's send things back to you. All right, we got a little A's baseball coming your way. It's the Athletics and the Cardinals game, three of the three-game set before the day off. Johnny D and Alex next, and I'll talk to you after the ball game. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.